0: SECTION 33 of Humorous Readings and Recitations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Humorous Readings and Recitations. Edited by Leopold Wagner section 33 the charity dinner by vichefold mosley time half past six o'clock place the london tavern occasion fifteenth annual festival of the society for the distribution of blankets and top boots among the natives of the cannibal islands on entering the room we find more than 200 noblemen and gentlemen already assembled and the number is increasing every minute there are many well-known city diners here this evening that very ordinary looking personage with the rubicund complexion and pimply features is old money penny senior partner of the great firm of money penny blodgers and wobbles corn factors of mark lane He began the world as a fellowship porter, and always makes a rule of attending the principal dinners at the London Tavern, because, as he says confidently to Wobbles, don't you see, my boy, it's a very cheap way of getting into society. He is talking now to Sir Sandy McHaggis, a Scottish baronet, with a slender purse and a large appetite, with whom he has scraped. An acquaintance and presented with a spare ticket for the festival knowing that the scotchman is very fond of a good dinner especially when it costs a mon nothing at all the preparations are now complete and we are in readiness to receive the chairman after a short pause a little door at the end of the room opens and the great man appears Attended by an admiring circle of stewards and toadies, carrying white wands like a parcel of charity school boys bent on beating the bounds, he advances smilingly to his post at the principal table, amid deafening and long continued cheers. He is a very popular man, this chairman, for he is not the Earl of Mount Stewart late one of her majesty's cabinet ministers and his wealth and party influence are known to be enormous the dinner now makes its appearance and we yield up ourselves to the enjoyments of eating and drinking these important duties finished and grace having been beautifully sung by the vocalists the real business of the evening commences the usual loyal toasts have been given the noble chairman rises and after passing his fingers through his hair, he places his thumbs in the armholes of his waistcoat, gives a short preparatory cough accompanied by a vacant stare round the room, and commences as follows My lords and gentlemen, it is with mingled pleasure and regret that I appear before you this evening. Of pleasure to find this excellent and world-wide known society. Is in so promising a condition and of regret that you have not chosen a worthier chairman in fact one who is more capable than myself of dealing with a subject of such vital importance as this loud cheers but although I may be unworthy of the honor I am proud to state that I have been a subscriber to this society from its commencement feeling sure that nothing can tend more to the advancement of civilization social reform fireside comfort and domestic economy among the cannibals that the diffusion of blankets and top boots tremendous cheering which lasts for several minutes here in this england of ours which is an island surrounded by water as i suppose you all know or as our great poet so truthfully and beautifully expresses the same fact england bound in by the triumphant sea what down the long vista of years have conducted more to our successes in arms and arts and song than blankets indeed i never gaze upon a blanket without my thoughts reverting fondly to the days of my early childhood where should we all have been now but for those warm and fleecy coverings my lords and gentlemen our first and tender memories are all associated with blankets blankets when in our nurses arms blankets in our cradles blankets in our cribs blankets to our french bedsteads in our school days and blankets to our marital four posters now therefore i say it becomes our burden duty as men and with feelings of pride i add as englishmen to initiate the untutored savage the wild and somewhat uncultivated denizen of the prairie into the comfort and warmth of blankets and to supply him as far as practicable with these reasonable seasonable luxurious and useful appendages at such a moment as this the lines of another poet strike familiarity upon the ears let me see they are something like this blankets have charms to soothe the savage beast and to to do a i forgot the rest loud cheers do we grudge our money for such a purpose i answer fearlessly no could we spend it better at home i reply most emphatically no true it may be said that there are thousands of our own people who at this moment are wandering about the streets of this great metropolis without food to eat or rags to cover them but what have we to do with them our thoughts our feelings and our sympathies are all wafted on the wings of charity to the dear and interesting cannibals in the far-off islands of the green pacific ocean hear hear besides have not our own poor the workhouses to go to the luxurious straw of the casual wards to repose upon if they please the mutton broth to bathe in and the ever toothsome although somewhat scanty allowance of toque provided for them and let it ever be remembered that our own people are not savages and man-eaters and therefore our philanthropy would be wasted upon them overwhelming applause to return to our subject perhaps some person or persons here may wonder why we should not send out side springs and blutchers as well as top boots to those i will say that top-boots alone answer the object desired namely not only to keep the feet dry but the legs warm and thus to combine the double use of shoes and stockings it is not an instance of the remarkable foresight of this society that it purposely abstains from sending out any other than top-boots to show the gratitude of the cannibals for the benefits conferred upon them i will just mention that within the last few weeks his illustrious majesty hokey pokey wanky fum the first surnamed by his loving subjects the magnificent from the fact of his wearing on sundays a shirt collar and an eyeglass as full court costume has forwarded the president of this society a very handsome present consisting of two live alligators, a boa constrictor and three pots of preserved Indian, to be eaten with toast, and I am told by competent judges that it is quite equal to Russian caviar. My lords and gentlemen, I will not trespass on your patience by making any further remarks, knowing how incompetent I am. No, no, I don't mean that how incompetent you all are no i don't mean either but you all know what i mean like the ancient roman lawgiver i am in a peculiar position for the fact is i cannot sit down i mean to say that i cannot sit down without saying that if there ever was an institution it is this institution and therefore i beg to propose prosperity to the society for the distribution of blankets and top-boots among the natives of the cannibal islands the toast having been cordially responded to his lordship calls upon mr duffer the secretary to read the report whereupon that gentleman who is of a bland and oily temperament and whose eyes are concealed by a pair of green spectacles produces the necessary document and reads in the orthodox manner thirtieth half-yearly report of the society for the distribution of blankets and top-boots to the natives of the cannibal islands the society having now reached its fifteenth anniversary the committee of management begged to congratulate their friends and subscribers on the success that has been obtained when the society first commenced its labors the generous and noble-minded natives of the islands together with their king a chief whose name is well known in connection with one of the most stirring and heroic ballads of this country attired themselves in the light but somewhat insufficient costume of their tribe, viz. little before, nothing behind, and no sleeves, with the occasional addition of a pair of spectacles. But now, thanks to the useful association, the upper classes of the cannibals seldom appear in public without their bodies being enveloped in blankets and their feet encased in top-boots. When the latter useful articles were first introduced into the islands, the society's agents had a vast amount of trouble to prevail upon the natives to apply them to their proper purposes, and, in their work of civilization, no less than twenty of its representatives were massacred, roasted, and eaten. But we persevered, we overcame the natural antipathy of the cannibals to wear any covering to their feet until a time the natives discovered the warmth and utility of boots and now they can scarcely be induced to remove them until they fall off through old age during the past half year the society has distributed no less than 71 blankets and a hundred and twenty eight pairs of top boots and your committee Therefore, feels convinced that they will not be accused of inaction, but a great work is still before them, and they earnestly invite cooperation in order that they may be enabled to supply the whole of the cannibals with these comfortable, nutritious, and savory articles. As the balance sheet is rather a lengthy document. I will merely quote a few of the figures for your satisfaction. We have received during the half year in subscriptions, donations, and legacies the sum of 5,403 pounds, 6 shillings and 8 and 3 quarter pence. Rent rates and taxes, 305 pounds, 10 shillings and a quarter pence. 71 pairs of blankets at twenty shillings per pair having taken seventy one pounds exactly and a hundred and twenty eight pairs of top boots at twenty one shillings per pair cost us a hundred and thirty four pounds some odd shillings the salaries and expenses of management amounted to one thousand three hundred and seven pounds four shillings and two and a half pence And sundries, which include committee meetings and travelling expenses, have absorbed the remainder of the sum and amount to three thousand two hundred and sixty-eight pounds nine shillings one and three-quarter pence. So that we have expanded on the dear and interesting cannibals the sum of two hundred and five pounds, and the remainder of the sum amounting to five thousand one hundred and ninety-eight pounds has been devoted to the working expenses of the society the reading concluded the secretary resumed his seat amid heavy applause which continues until mr alderman gobbleton rises and in a somewhat lengthy and discursive speech in which the phrases the corporation of the city of london suit and service ancient guild liberties and privileges and Court of Common Council, figure frequently, states that he agrees with everything the noble chairman has said, and has, moreover, never listened to a more comprehensive and exhaustive document than the one just read, which is calculated to satisfy even the most obtuse and hard-headed of individuals. Gobleton is a great man of the city. He has either been Lord Mayor or Sheriff Or something of the sort, and as a few words of his go a long way with his friends and admirers, his remarks are very favorably received. Clever man Gobbleton says a common councilman sitting near us to his neighbor, a languid swell of the period, yes, very remarkable style of oratory and great fluency replies the other but attention if you please for m hector de longbow the great french writer is on his legs he is staying in england for a short time to be a come acquainted with our manners and customs my lords and gentlemen commences the frenchman elevating his eyebrows and shrugging his shoulders my lords and gentlemen your excellent chairman mr le baron de mont stuart he have to say to me makes me toast then i say to him that i have no toast to us but he mudge my elbow very soft and say that there is von toast that nobody but von frenchman can make proper and therefore, with you kind permission, I will make the toast. de brevity is the soul of defeat, as you great philosopher, Dr. Johnson, do say in that amusing little work of his, the pronouncing dictionnaire, and therefore, I will not say very much to the point. Then I was a boy about so much tall and used to promenade the streets of marseilles et of ruin with no feet to put into my shoe i never to have exposed that this day would to have arrived i vast to begin the world as von garçon or that you call in this country von vater in a cafe where i work very hard vid no mince at all to put onto myself and very little food to eat except von old blue boughs that vas give to me by de propitaire just for to keep myself fit to be showed at but thank goodness things they have changed very much for me since that time and i have rose myself seulement par mon industrie et perseverance loud cheers ah mes amis then i hear to myself the flowing speech the oration magnifique of you lor maire monsieur gobbledown i feel that it is von great privilege for von étranger to sit at the same table and to eat the same food as that grand de majestique man who are the terriers de voleurs and the brigands of the metropolis and who is also i fore to suppose a halterman and the chef of you common scoundrel my lords and gentlemen i feel that i can perspire to no greater honor than to be von common scoundrelman myself, but, alas, plaisirs are not for me, as I are no freeman of your great city, not von liveryman servant of von of you company's joint stock, but I must not forget the toast. Menloirs and gentlemen's, De immortal shakespeare he have right de ting of beauty are de joy for nevermore it is de ladies who are de toast that is more entrancing da le charlemant smile de soft voice de winking eye of de beautiful lady it is de ladies who do sweeten de cares of life it is the ladies who are the guiding stars of our existence. It is the ladies who do cheer but not inebriate, and the therefore bid all homage to dear sex. The toast that I have to propose is de ladies, God bless them all. And the little Frenchman sits down amid a perfect tempest of cheers. A few more toasts are given. The list of subscriptions is read, a vote of thanks is passed to the Noble Chairman, and the 15th Annual Festival of the Society for the Distribution of Blankets and Top Boots among the natives of the Cannibal Islands is at an end. Copyright of Messrs. F. Warren and Company End of Section 33 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver BC